best game. Guys, I'm playing hurt tonight. I uh, have a little bit of a head cold. I have a sore throat, so I'm not on my best game here, but I'm fighting through it for you guys, making sure, no excuses here. It's like Willis Reed walking out in the garden for the, for the Knicks, man. This is on par with that. Um, but we do have a fun episode here today. I actually just uh, interviewed uh, Jimmy Spence. He is a Blue Mountain Eagle. Uh, Potzel fans, don't be too mad. Uh, but he grew up in Orsburg. I always say that wrong. Orsburg. And uh, he is one of the premier um, autograph authenticators in the country. So basically, if you have an autograph, you pick up a piece of uh, uh, Michael Jordan basketball, for example, and you want to make sure that that Michael Jordan signature is authentic, you send it away to uh, Jimmy Spence, and he will authenticate it, tell you if it's real or not real. Um, but real interesting, uh, definitely a niche market. And uh, his father started the company uh, back in 2005, and his dad actually started another company. Uh, there's basically two companies that do this, um, the two big ones. Um, so definitely uh, caught my eye once I saw that, especially because I know a lot of you guys collect uh, autographs and you know baseball cards, that kind of stuff, um, with uh, signatures. So if you have anything out there, you find anything, I want you to go to Jim, Google Jimmy Spence. I think it's Spence L-O-A. Uh, he does say it in the podcast here. Um, and check him out. Uh, but before we get to Jimmy, even in my sick times here, I know my retirement still enters my brain. So if it's entering your brain, you guys know what to do. You want to call Darren J. March. He's a certified financial planner with Raymond James. So before investing your hard-earned money, make sure your financial advisor understands your objectives. Darren is a certified financial planner with Raymond James Financial Services, has been assisting clients in Northeast PA for more than 17 years. He was born and raised and lives in Pottsville. So whether you need stocks, mutual funds, ETFs, or tax-favored bonds, or maybe you have an old retirement plan to roll over, or your advisor just doesn't keep in touch, Darren can help. So call Darren at 570-640-8010 or email him at darren.march at raymondjames.com. House calls and consultations are free. Raymond James Financial Services, member FINRA, SIPC, Investment Advisory Services, offered through Raymond James Financial Services Advisors, Inc. Um, one quick thing, too. While, while you're listening right now, do me a favor. If you're on iTunes, go to it and rate it. Give us five stars, um, if you think five stars. Hopefully you do. Um, you don't got to write a review. A review would be great, but uh, just keep rating it. Um, Slowly, we want to try to get the, the ratings up. And uh, again, every week we're getting a couple more listeners, which is great. Um, but on to Jimmy. So, yeah, so I'm, I'm actually in Fort, Fort Lauderdale. Um, we, we started an office out here about August 2012. Okay. So we moved, we moved down to uh, Fort Lauderdale from Parsippany. At, at the time, we only had one office. Um, it actually started in Orwoodsburg, Pennsylvania, believe it or not. Yeah, now, now, so take us a little through that process. Your dad started this company or your grandfather? So, yeah, so my father started the company uh, May of 2005, and uh, he had originally had started uh, PSA DNA back in 1999 and uh, spent about, what, six years with that company building it up. The business is 
autograph verification. Um, so it's quite a niche market. I don't want to give the other company, there's pr pretty much two companies in the, in the whole country to do this, right? I mean, in terms of the two big name players. Yeah, we have, we have very few competitors mm -hmm. um, just because it's, you know, it's, it's not something you go to school for. You can't graduate uh, with a bachelor's in autograph authentication. Sure. So that makes it a, a real niche business and, um, it's, it's between us and we have a competition out in California, Southern California, PSA DNA, which is actually the company that my father helped launch. Oh, back wow. In okay. All right. <laughs> so it's kind of an interesting uh, battle between what he built up. And I guess that's, that happens in a lot of different companies though. Now, how do you, how do you start in this? I mean, like you said, you can't go to school for it. I mean, it's such a, I mean, so niche. I mean, how, how do you become the, the. The, the main person to go to for, for verification. So it's, it's mainly down to accuracy. You know, who, you know, we, we have a, a great reputation in this industry, the best reputation in this industry. And our accuracy is, is very on par. I mean, it's, uh, it's not, you know, we, we service all the major auction houses throughout the country. We do Christie's, Huggins and Scott, um, Robert Edward auctions, uh, all throughout the, uh, the country. And they, you know, if you have a big high-end item, you want to auction it off, you don't sell it on eBay or, you know, you don't put it on Amazon. You put it into one of these auction houses. Mm -hmm. These auction houses are geared towards the serious collectors that spend big money on autographs. So in order to, uh, to I guess, succeed in this, this industry, you need to be unbelievably accurate. Now, we're human. I mean, autograph authentication isn't a science. It's, you know, comparing autographs that we have in our database that are known to be authentic. We have, you know, some uh, Babe Ruth secretary who used to sign for him in the 40s, and we have that labeled. So we can detect, you know, what is a forgery, what's a secretarial, what's an auto pen. Um, you know, we have a very large exemplar database that we're able to figure this out. And, now, um, you know, go ahead. So the, so the process is like, just say I have a baseball, Babe Ruth. Do, do I mail it down to you or do I, I drive it down? Do you come up to me? How, how does it work? So we, we have we have four different options. You can either mail it to us. We have, you know, office in Parsippany, New Jersey. And we also have an office in Fort Lauderdale. Um, you could uh, meet us at one of our on-site locations. We travel all throughout the country. All the events are listed on our website, SpencerLOA.com. And, uh, you know, you can figure out if we're going to be anywhere near Berwick, Pennsylvania. I mean, mm -hmm. we do uh, many, many appearances throughout the state of Pennsylvania. We're in Pittsburgh, Dolphin. We're in... Uh, in the Philadelphia area, often they have a, uh, I think it's a three time a year show. So that's, uh, it's another way of getting your, your item authenticated. You can also, um, you can schedule a house call if you have, you know, a lot of memorabilia that needs to be authenticated that, you know, you're looking to pass down to your, uh, your kids or, you know, a, a person that you trust. It's, it's best to have that documentation. Even if you stood in line to get Mantle's autograph, you know, somebody down the road that's looking to buy that mantle piece doesn't know that. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, with JSA authentication, you're able to, you know, keep the value of your item and, and essentially keep it authentic um, and show the world that it's authentic. And that way you can get the appropriate value. Now, how long does it take? Like, like I said, if you're looking at a Babe Ruth baseball, how long does it take you to look at that and say that's real or that's fake? It depends. You know, a, a Babe Ruth, for instance, you know, there's unbelievable forgeries out there. Um, so once you, you, so then you validate it, you say this is authentic or, I mean, is it just yes or no, pass or fail? 
it is there's three different results that can happen we can pass it we issue it a jsa letter of authentication mm -hmm. that way you could sell it in any major auction outlet and um you know get maximum value for it or it fails you get a rejection letter and you can take that rejection letter to wherever you got it from you know, or just have it as peace of mind um third result is inconclusive so you know there's autographs that are submitted that are literally check marks um it's impossible to authenticate a check mark you know so i you know if you can check out al pacino's autograph on on uh, google and, and see what i'm talking about <laughs> uh, so in, in that situation we'll just say i don't know and here's a letter of i don't know now do you now as, as like a customer you know if if i had a piece of something that I thought could be worth a lot of money and, and you don't authenticate it. I mean, do you run into customers who are pretty angry just, just because they're upset about the fact that, you know, it, it can't pass verification? Yeah, it, it's, it's all about how, you know, you, we, we deliver our results. You mm -hmm. know, we, we give a very thorough, detailed reason why they had not failed. And, you know, we wouldn't have this reputation if, you know, we called, uh, you know, if we if we were that inaccurate, and you know, we're able to you know distinguish, um, you know, what's what's real and what's what's fake for from that specific time period, um, and uh, you know, we, we might have more information for the the client as to you know why this is is bad. You know, this is somebody that uh, you know Babe Ruth had his nurse sign for him in 1948, and uh, she literally took care of all of his fan mail because he was just too ill to sign any autographs. That you know, while he was in, uh, on his deathbed. Hmm. So we know that type of information with pretty much anybody you can, anybody with notoriety. You know, we, we follow, you know, their signature habits and, and how, uh, how frequently they signed, even in a specific time period. You know, uh, Ichiro Suzuki was a very tough autograph when he signed for the, uh, or when he um, played for the Mariners. It wasn't until he got to be a Yankee that he started signing everything. Hmm. I don't know what happened or why he decided that, you know, he, he should sign for fans. But, uh, yeah, he continued that trait when he moved to Miami and uh, just was a very gracious signer down here. But you could tell any, you can ask any autograph chaser in the 90s if Ichiro uh, signed at the ballpark, and they would probably tell you it was, it was very rare. Now, what was the first autograph your, your father authenticated? The first you, autograph you ever Like, we'll put them on the map. <clears throat> I would say authenticating for uh, one of the major auction houses that it, uh, was was on top. It was it was uh, Mastro Auctions. They're based out of Chicago, Illinois. Mm -hmm. And they they auctioned some of the uh, the most valuable autographs I mean, that the industry has ever seen. And that was... Uh, that was in the early 2000s, and um, he was the first auction house to ever use an autograph authentication company because it was so new. Mm -hmm. so he reached out to my father, and, and uh, you know, he, my father came in and, and was separating, you know, the secretarials and, the, you know, the, uh, uh, maybe the stamps or the, you know, the, the auto pens that are, that are on a lot of presidential uh, type letter stationaries, and uh, he gave the industry kind of a, a, a way of authenticating the autographs out there because it, everything, you know, before authentication, everything was based on your reputation as a dealer. Right. You know, who sold this Roberto Clemente item? Who sold this Barry Bonds item? Um, so there was no, you know, check and balance system. It was just based on, you know, a dealer's word. 
And, you know, with, with all of our autograph collections, I mean, anybody that collects autographs, you're bound to run into, you know, a bad autograph or a, a printed autograph. I mean, it's going to happen. Um, so it was our way of kind of regulating what was being sold. And you know, it immediately gave tremendous value to the items that we authenticated and gave uh, a letter of authentication. So that's kind of what, uh, what, what made his, his name, you know, very... Uh, uh, and, and what was his like? He, he what did he have another job? Was this like a side job at first, and he kind of just broke into it, or? Yeah, yeah. So actually, the reason why we moved to Orsburg was uh, he he got a job as a, a ladder salesman over at Lynn Ladder. Um, huh. Not sure if they still exist, but they're they were in they're right off of 441. Okay. Um, between like Orsburg and McKeensburg. Sure. And that was the whole reason why we moved to Schuylkill County was because my father, you know, he was born in, uh, in Manhattan, but it moved to Englewood, New Jersey. And, uh, yeah, I, I moved there when I was about six years old. And that was, that was the reason why we, we started the whole autograph authenticating game in school County. And, uh, you were a Blue Mountain Eagle or did you go to a private school, Nativity? Yeah, I, went to Blue, I went to Blue Mountain. Okay. And, uh, yeah, I spent, what, elementary through, through high school. In Blue Mountain, and I uh, went to school in uh, Pittsburgh. Okay. University of Pittsburgh. Graduated from there in 2006. Um, so I spent a good portion of my life in PA. I still love visiting, you know, the area. I mean, it's it's gorgeous out there. Absolutely. Now, what what's the one autograph that that you personally authenticated that you were a little bit like starstruck, like when you got it? Was there was there one that kind of blew your mind? Yeah, there's there's a few. Um, let's see. You know, when you when you're holding a piece of like history, it, mm-hmm. it kind of just does this, uh, you know, this little like film reel in your in your brain. There, you know, it's it's very very cool to to actually be in, in possession of you know an Abraham Lincoln document or a George Washington signed Free Frank. Um, just the sheer rarity of those are sure. are incredible, and uh, just to think like you know George Washington spent. 15 minutes of his lifetime with this piece of paper it, had... it's pretty mind-blowing now in in the industry i was doing a little bit of research and you know th- there is a ton of like forgery like what's a what's a telltale sign of like a, a forged signature so i always tell my clients to uh look for an autograph that's signed and not drawn okay. uh, what i mean by that is you know when you're when a forger is, is trying to you know, emulate a an autograph he, he's copying it so he's, he's essentially drawing the, the the autograph it doesn't have any speed it doesn't have any conviction it's very deliberate and uh you know just look for that slow uh and, and heavy pen pressure no shading at all when when somebody signs their name they sign it very quickly it's not ever the exact same every time but you know your J might be slightly bigger than your O all the time, and the spacing between your S and your um, E might be there. Might be a little gap there every time. So that's kind of what we focus in on uh, when we're authenticating an autograph and trying to detect a forgery. Now, do you guys do like any like forensic uh, verification? Like if there's a bank fraud case or something like that, or no? We, we you know we get that question a lot. We get a, a lot of phone calls about you know, whether. Uh, they can authenticate their ex-wife's signature or, um, you know, situations like that. But, you know, we need an exemplar file of an individual to authenticate. 
Okay. We can't just, you know, if I don't have uh, um, previous files on how you signed and, you know, your, your characteristics of your signature, I would never know or I would be taking an educated um, approach at, you know, making sure that this, this autograph is authentic. Sure. Now, has computers helped your job, like, throughout the years, or is it still no. just... Just yeah, no it. doubt. Yeah, technology continues to improve what we do. Um, you know, the cloud systems that we were able to communicate with each other and mark uh, an exemplar that you know might be real, and we had it marked as fake. I mean, our database is ever evolving. So, you know, with the right computer systems, we're we're able to um, communicate a lot faster. What's the uh, craziest thing that someone sent into you that was signed? craziest thing um real real or that failed <laughs> no i mean like uh <laughs> I, this is my 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 weird mind like you know like so, some girls get their 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 breast uh signed you know, i mean how do you how do you uh, yeah or like a, a napkin <laughs> or I, I don't know what's what's the craziest thing that you got like well, we haven't we haven't had any breasts come into our okay. office yet, so you guys should start marketing <laughs> like, that. But, yeah, right. No, um, so I don't know. We've had you know Jenna Jameson's like panties come in that were signed that supposedly she wore them. Oh, really? <laughs> that, that's pretty. That's pretty wacky. I mean, you know, we had to like put on uh, gloves before we authenticated those. Um, what else? Did they? Did it pass? Yes, they did pass. Yeah, they, they came with extreme provenance, and, <laughs> you know, we, we have a Jenna Jameson file. I mean, if you think of any signature out there, you know, we, we have their autograph on file, so we're, you know, able to you know, perform our service. Um, but we've, uh, you know, I've been in the possession of Babe Ruth's, uh, the, the bat that he hit his first home run in Yankee Stadium. That was pretty wild. That now, went for $1.5 like, does does someone? I mean, they have to drive that there. They're not sending that US, USPS, right? I mean, yeah, they they totally, you know, would have to, you know, get a brink truck to right. to transport that thing. Um, but some things people don't know the value. I mean, we had a uh, gentleman come into our New Jersey office, and he went to a um, uh, a yard sale. And he picked up a baseball and asked, you know, the uh, the the owner, well, "What do you want for it?" And she said, "Just give me a dollar." He uh, did some research. He brought it to our office, and he submitted it. And it was it was a Mel Ott single sign baseball. Mel Ott was a 500 home run hitter. Um, died very early. Uh, one of the greatest uh, uh, players of, of of that time. I mean, of this time, you know, any, anybody that hits over 500 home runs is unbelievable. Sure. So super rare autograph, and he was the only autograph on there, and he submitted it. And it, you know, it's not cheap to authenticate Melot's signature. I think it's $150. Or, um, he s- submitted the, the ball, took a gamble. You know, I think he was like trying to scrounge up $150, uh, submitted it, it passed. We gave it to him, and he said, well, how much is this worth? We told him $10,000. Oh, my gosh. I mean, so there's some, there's some serious autographs out there that people are just unaware of the value and that, that goes into a lot of different things a lot of antiques so um you know if you have if you have any autographs and you're just unfamiliar with even with who it is i would suggest you research you figure out who it is and uh, you, know, you get it authenticated if, if it's worth anything over a hundred dollars it's certainly worth having done 
Why, in your opinion, why why is it like I always thought? Like, why is an autograph so cool? Like, why why is it? It's just someone's name, but but yet we value it so much. You know, it comes down to idol worship. Mm-hmm. It's it's like and it could be anybody. You could, you, you don't even have to be into sports. You you could be a music uh, fanatic. You could be in love with you know the Beatles, and you would just have that piece in your man cave or in your living room and that you can enjoy. That you know that John Lennon took that 15 seconds with this check or, you know, took that five seconds with this album page. And he, it's just a piece of his life that, you know, to a person that you admire so much that, you know, has influenced you in every which way. Um, I think, yeah, that's what it comes down to is, is idol worship or sure. worship. You know, people are Eagles fanatics and it's really blown up. I mean, since, you know, the, the Eagles won the Super Bowl, I mean, these guys are doing all these different signings and, you know, people uh, bring their families to meet you know, Nick Foles. I mean, mm-hmm. that's a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Now, uh, it, you grew up in uh, in Orsburg. Um, I always say that wrong. My girlfriend always says I don't say the, the G. I say Orsburg. Um, but <laughs> you got it. <laughs> uh, you get a, Now, you're close to the Muhammad Ali Deer Lake camp. Do you get a lot of Muhammad Ali signatures down there? You know what? We, we actually see a lot of... Deer Lake affiliated Ali signatures. I mean, I see that down here in Florida. Oh, that's great. You know, the guy signed a lot of autographs, and there was must have been a ton of stationery with, you know, that Deer Lake camp. And he was there training for a while, and I, I think he got a lot of fans to come there. And he was he's always been so gracious to sign for uh, for anybody that asked for his autograph. Yeah, I did. I did an episode a couple a couple of weeks back. Um, John Madden, uh, the the football announcer, his son Mike Madden bought the camp, and he's uh, refurbishing the whole place. It's pretty neat. Oh, very cool. Now, what's the holy grail of autograph collectors like? Wh- what is it? Do these these guys like search for? Well, a lot of autograph collectors are theme related. Mm-hmm. You know, they'll go after the New York Yankees. Uh, there's a gentleman right now that we're working with. It's a huge project. He's collecting team signed baseballs of every. Uh, Red Sox team from you know the early 1900s all the way till 2018 every year um, that you know that this team existed he's going to have a team signed baseball and uh, he's working on this this uh, elaborate display that's going to be in a museum um, in Boston you know for everybody to enjoy right. but this is a multi million dollar project. Now, where do most people get these things? I mean, they just find them at garage sales, or they're passed down through family members. Like, how does it? How? Do, where do most people get their 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 memorabilia? Um, so a lot of people get their memorabilia through you know, if you're a collector, you obviously just you know you buy this stuff through all the major auction houses. But um, the uh, the real rare stuff that the hobby hasn't seen it, it just comes from families. It comes from you know, people knocking down a house in Detroit, Michigan, and a Thai cob ball pops out of the wall just because, you know, it's how they preserve their their uh, mementos. You know, they didn't have uh, safes back uh, right. or, you know, the money for a safe. Now, my sister, um, she was a waitress at uh, the Marriott in Philly, and she uh, she had Kobe Bryant sign a napkin for me. I can't find it. How much do you think that would be worth today? You know, Kobe Bryant's autograph is pretty valuable. Even on a napkin, I'd... I'd say you probably can sell it on eBay for about a hundred dollars. Oh, all right. I don't feel too bad now that I lost it. I mean, it's still a hundred bucks, but now yeah. I, I was reading online that you, you're a Jets. Uh, you like collecting Jets uh, stuff. 
What's what's your most prized possession in your collection? As far as the Jets related, or uh, I mean, just I'm in huge... just in general, like over uh, your whole collection, what's the one thing that you know if someone comes over, you love showing them? You know, actually, uh, it's not even the most expensive item I own. It's just the one that I guess I enjoy the most. I mean, I'm a huge Arnold Schwarzenegger collector. I, I love you know everything about that dude. So I became completely obsessed with collecting his autograph, and I have a 1976 period signed. Um, black and white photograph, and it's of him as you know, a bodybuilding pose, and it's uh, the piece is amazing. I mean, it's 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 really cool. Um, so to any like bodybuilding fan out there, you know, but it looks up to Arnold Schwarzenegger and uh, all the accomplishments that he's had, you know, coming as a, as a foreigner over here. Now, like today, like you were talking about, like the Eagles, like what, what's like the most sought after autograph, like in baseball today? You know, right now. You're probably looking at about. You're probably looking at Aaron Judge's autograph. That guy exploded last year, and every Yankee fan, every baseball fan, wants a piece of that that guy. So his autograph is just um, is everywhere. It's every everybody's looking for it, and the prices are just ridiculous right now. Now, what about like Hollywood or the music industry? Is there names that that stand out? Um, definitely not Harvey Weinstein. I haven't seen his autograph. <laughs> In Hollywood, it's probably like I mean, like entertainment music. Mm -hmm. Frank Sinatra is very, very popular. Uh, That's like overall. I would say current Hollywood. Um, Now, did Sinatra sign a lot? Sinatra signed quite often in the uh, earlier on, in like the fifties, sixties. Didn't sign a lot in the eighties, nineties. Um, until his death, I mean, he's just a very unapproachable person. Mm-hmm. Um, so now, if yeah, you had, you, a, you won't see any later in life. If you had a signature, if you had an autograph from Sinatra, like, like from the '80s, is that worth more than one that he signed earlier in his career? Like, are you able to differentiate if it's an older autograph or a new autograph? Yeah, no, totally. I mean, we could see by you know the, the item it's signed on and the writing implement. Um, I would say an older vintage autograph when he was in his heyday is worth more than a newer autograph. Oh, okay. But there's a lot of variables. You know, if Frank Sinatra wrote, like, Frankie Blue Eyes as an inscription, um, that increases the value. If he signed a microphone, for instance, that would increase the value. Um, so, but, you know, just on the same item, like a piece of paper, I would say that the, the vintage one would would be more. Does it decrease in value if he says, like, to Jimmy? Because, like... It, no one else could. Yeah, be. personalizations, and and a lot, and I see this a lot at like all the different cons and the uh, the conventions that I go to. A lot of people get personalized items because you know they're more of a fan than a collector. Right. That unfortunately, that does decrease the value. Hmm. Now, did you ever get one where you're like, like, like if you got like a really terrible baseball or basketball player, you're like, come on, man, like don't even waste your money on this, like a Judd Bushler basketball or something like that. Like a single sign basketball player of a, of a scrub. Yeah, like like you get like a scrub. Are you? Yeah, I mean a lot of what happens sometimes when when you know these chasers are are out there is they'll uh, they'll think somebody is is this person, especially like you know a lot of the newer college athletes. Just because they haven't been around the spotlight um, as long as you know the professional athletes. Sometimes you you, know, you get the wrong person on on the piece that you're trying to get. And you only realize it until he, he throws down his autograph. And, uh, 
you know, what, what a lot of artisans do is they wipe the helmet off. So they wipe the, uh, the signature right off. And they, they use all sorts of different, right. um, like a Gugon or, you know, any type of uh, uh, material to just wipe the signature off. Now, do you guys, like, authenticate, like like the Mark McGuire baseball? Remember, like, you know, that was a big thing. Will you guys authenticate a baseball or just, or just autographs? We just authenticate autographs. Okay. Yeah, we don't get into uh, memorabilia. There's uh, there's a few companies that do memorabilia. There's one that does bats, um, and they use photo matching. You know, they'll they'll uh, sure. use like a high resolution photo, and they'll be able to see you know the stitching and how uh, how the buttons are placed on the on the jersey. Now, what, as a buyer, like what what's the number one thing you could tell me? Like if I go get an autograph, like what's uh, like at a, a convention, like what's the number one thing I could do to protect myself? Like make sure I'm get, not pay, getting a fraud. Yeah. Pay with a credit card. Okay. It's always, it, you're, you're going to protect yourself. The, the credit card companies always favor the consumers. Mm-hmm. Um, especially if you're paying for something that's high end, you know, you spend thousands of dollars on this piece, pay with a credit card. And you know, I'm not saying that you should only buy JSA authenticated items. Sure. If you find a good deal on an item, you should go for it. I mean, especially if, you know, your gut is telling you to, because you can invest very wisely in items that aren't authenticated. Once they come authenticated, then, you know, the value sticks, you know, everybody's looking, it instantly becomes marketable. Sure. Um, if you buy an unauthenticated Frank Sinatra, you could pay a hundred dollars for it. And, uh, you know, as long as you paid with that credit card, maybe you go back to the person and he doesn't want to give you your money back. But you can go to your credit card company and file a dispute that you were frauded. Um, so that's that's what I always tell you know the, the collectors just to to be careful and um, and pay with credit card and buy from trusted dealers. Um, the, the internet makes it pretty comfortable in, sure. in purchasing anything now. Well, thanks so much, Jimmy. This was uh, this was great, man. I think people are going to really enjoy this. Like I said, it's a uh, cool. It's quite an in- uh, interesting industry, and it's uh, it's awesome you guys are able to do so well with it. Thanks for listening. I am going to hopefully be up to 100% next week. I gave it my all out there. I left it all out in the field, and uh, I hope I made you guys proud.